the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today for On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rhody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rhody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rhody Fisher. Good morning, listeners, and welcome. Let's pray. Father, we love you so much. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. Lord, we pray that you would search us, O Lord, and know our heart. Try us and know our thoughts. See if there's any wicked way about us and lead us in the way of everlasting. Father, we thank you for this brand new day. Thank you for our salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, listeners, we are on Psalm 119. We are in the section of the um, psalm that is called Teth. It's in Psalm 119, verse 65. Now, Teth is the ninth letter of the Jewish alphabet. And, you know, the Jewish alphabet is not just a letter, but it also has an equivalent number. So Teth not only is the letter for in the Jewish alphabet, but it's also the number nine. So we are in the ninth section of Psalm 119. There's 22 sections, so with eight verses per section. So you times that by eight, 22 letters times eight, and that's 176 verses in this chapter. So let's start with 65. It says, thank you, Lord, for your your word, and we pray, Lord, that you would continue to give us understanding. So verse 65 goes, Do good to your servant according to your word, O Lord. Teach me knowledge and good judgment, for I believe in your commands. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. You are good and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. Though the arrogant have smeared me with lies, I keep your precepts with all my heart. Their hearts are callous and unfeeling, but I delight in your law. It was good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than thousands of pieces of silver and gold. Wow, beautiful. That is so wonderful. This, of course, was written by, we believe, was written by King David. And, you know, he had his ups and downs. And he says here that he God is good. And I love what he says in verse 67. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. How many of us have done that? But now I obey your word. It takes a while for us to get into the into the word and 
the Lord kind of takes us and guides us. I, I like to get into the Word early in the morning when I get up and start the day right and just, you know, read a few chapters. I'm doing the the um, um, the Bible, the one-year Bible, meaning that you read uh, certain verses, certain chapters of the Bible, and you get to go through it in, in a year. My husband and I are kind of doing that together. As a matter of fact, at night we get to talk about what we've read um, uh, during the day. Sometimes I read it all in one day and at one time, and sometimes I kind of read parts of it during the day. But I get my reading done throughout the day, and at night I get to share with my husband what we've read. So do it whatever way you want to, but get into the Word. Um, the Bible um, is the way that the Lord can speak to us. Um, or, you know, I've said this before, the Lord can speak to us with our through our own ears. He is a communicative God. Um, he can speak to us, to our heart, with that still, small voice. Um, and and for sure, he will be speaking to you through the Word of God, which is the Bible. Well, thank you for your Word, Lord. I would like to introduce to you this morning my special guest and friend, Dr. Susan Smith-Jones. Welcome, Susan, to On the Road with Jesus, and this is your second show. Yes, it is. I'm so, so happy to be with you. Thank you. Wow. Now, Susan, there are many people that um, haven't heard the other show or haven't read your books yet, and we would love it if you could give us a little bio of yourself and especially include that part about how you came to know Jesus. Oh, yes, I would love to do that, and I write about that in detail in my two new books, if anyone wants all the little juicy details, but um, I had a normal growing up till about the age of 15. Um, nobody in my family was really into health. Nobody, nobody was into reading the Bible, nor was I up to that point. I always, I always felt that somebody was walking with me, didn't know who it was. Then at age a little over 15, my dad died quite unexpectedly, and I didn't handle it well, and I gained in a year um, just over 50 pounds. And not only that, but I, I ate everything in sight that was not good for me, and I developed lots of diseases from arthritis, allergies. I got acne, terrible asthma, and I didn't want to live anymore. I was bullied big time in school. And my grandmother saw what was going on. She was not a doctor. She was from Denmark. She lived about five miles away. We always thought she was that health nut grandmother, always into healthy stuff, making fun of how the bad foods that we would eat. And she came and had a heart-to-heart talk with me one day, and she took me under her wings and said, if you live with me for three months, I'll get all the extra weight off. The acne will be gone, the asthma, the allergies, the arthritis, they'll all be gone. So she had my full attention. I went to live with her, and it was the most amazing experience that literally changed the course of my life forever. Because every morning, she, she was a very devout Christian. She loved the Lord and talked to me about it all the time. Every morning, she had me read the Bible. And then before uh, we, I went to bed at night, she'd have me talk to her about what I learned. 
She taught me about eating healthier foods, what to eat, what not to eat, how to exercise, the importance of fresh air, about prayer, um, everything. And in three months, all the weight was off, all the extra weight. I didn't have any of those ailments anymore, and I was on top of the world. Then for the next seven years or so, um, I, I watched what she did. People from around the neighborhood, remember, she wasn't a doctor, but she knew the ways of living close to the earth and healing the body naturally and keeping the body healthy the way God intended it to be. I'd watch her if she worked with someone that might come over because of an earache, a bug bite, or depression, or arthritis, or cancer, or diabetes. And she knew exactly what foods and herb teas and culinary spices, so I learned everything from her. She was like so wise beyond her years. And then, and then um, at about age 17, I just thought, I want to be baptized. So I went to the Bel Air Presbyterian Church, not far from where I live right now in Brentwood, and I got baptized. And nobody in my family was into what I was doing, so I just went alone and got baptized, became good friends with the minister and his wife and his many kids, and became his nanny. And he and the, and the minister then was best friends with with President Ronald Reagan and Nancy. So I got to meet them and go to a few little events at their house. And then I went on to get five uh, degrees. Uh, uh, almost everyone is from UCLA, which means what? I'm very persistent. Uh, but I've learned much more out of school than in school. And then I've gone on. And then I went to, uh, I taught students, staff, and faculty at UCLA how to be healthy and fit for 30 years. And then I retired around 2000 so that I could travel the world and teach people how to keep their bodies healthy. And because of my grandmother's wisdom to this day, I've never taken any medication. You and I are not telling anyone to quit medication. You work with your doctor. But I happen to know foods and, th you know, and lifestyle choices to make it so you've got some good natural remedies if you need them. And, and I've never, never, let me see, it's been just a, a few months over 40 years that I've had the flu or a cold, never have had a flu va vaccination. Uh, but so, so I, what I decided to do is to take all of this info, all my gold star secrets I've taught all over the world, and I, I put it into two books, Wired for High Level Wellness and Uplifted just came out. 12 Minutes to More Joy, Faith, Peace, Kindness, and Vitality, because you don't want a 600-page book. It's better to have two, and uh, because I think we all want to be uplifted. And they're both faith-based books where I talk about my journey with Jesus, who's my best friend, who I communicate with every morning, every hour on the hour before I go to bed, and uh, he's my constant companion. I, it, my life is devoted literally to Jesus and you know I, turn, I I give everything over to the Lord I say guide my footsteps tell me what you want me to do yes I make mistakes and mess up but I get back on the path as quickly as possible and that this is the life that works for me and brings me so much joy and peace and wow. and, and and less worry because you know one of my favorite quotes I, I told you last time in 2 Corinthians 5 7 is Worry ends when faith begins. Put your faith in the Lord, and, and, and everything will be taken care of. 
Right. Listen, I, you mentioned, you know, one of the things you mentioned was rest. Tell me what rest means to you. I mean, the, the Lord created the heavens and the earth and everything in it in six days, and he gave us the am, example of him resting. God did not have to rest on the seventh day. He, he, he neither slumbers or sleeps, is what the Bible says. But he did rest on the seventh day, giving us an example how important. There's seven days in a week, he'll rest on the seventh day. He wants us to keep that one day holy for him, um, the Sabbath day. So he, he, he's about rest as an example for our bodies needing to rest. Give us an example of resting. What does it, what, what, how many hours of sleep do you think you need oh, to get? Yeah. How, I know that uh, I've heard that your bodies heal during the time that you're asleep. So, so t- take me to that kind of rest. Do you, do you maybe have a glass of water before you go to bed? Is it, is it, do you put earphones on? Do you keep a dark room? Um, I, I've heard that you should keep a dark room. Um, do you turn all the noise off? Make sure that there's no um, sound that can get in unless you, you, it's an emergency. What is it that you can do to get your body to yes. really rest at night? Yes. Now, just so you know, Rhody, I could speak to you for hours on this. Next time... Uh, we'll do an entire double show on how to sleep like a baby. And I do take one day a week where I, you know, even though all day long it's devoted to the Lord, but I, I rest, you know, I rest a little extra on one day a week on a Sunday. But there, there's so many things about sleep. First of all, any lack of sleep, and there's a whole chapter on this in Wired for High Level Wellness, Lack of sleep undermines your body's ability to deal with stress. That's why it's so important to get about seven to eight uninterrupted hours of sleep at night. Really important. And you know how you feel when you wake up and you've hardly had any sleep. And when you get good sleep, as I wrote, write about in Uplifted, you're more compassionate, positive. You're a more uplifted person. Um, when you sleep at night, and what you just said was right, that's when our body rejuvenates, rebuilds, uh, reinvigorates itself, it renews itself. If you don't get at least seven and a half hours of sleep, and why, why am I saying seven and a half? Because you get REM cycles. They're 90 minutes each. You need five consecutive REM cycles. That comes out to seven and a half hours of sleep. If you don't get that, then you often wake up more tired than when you went to bed. And you don't want to ever eat about three hours before bedtime because that, as I just said, the role of sleep is to renew, rebuild, reinvigorate, uh, rejuvenate your body. If you eat too close to bedtime, instead of renewing and rebuilding, then during sleep your body's trying to uh, metabolize and assimilate and absorb all of the nutrients from the food you ate. Uh, so it's better not to eat about three hours before bedtime. Also, like you said, you want your room to be cool, dark, and very quiet. And even in the winter, you want the window cracked open just a little bit, even if it's cold, because you want fresh air coming in. It's good to have a live plant in the room, not a plastic one, because it gives off oxygen and it takes up carbon dioxide. Uh, lavender does wonders to help relax your body. 
Um, so if, if you really have problems sleeping, a little diffuser on the bedside table with the essential oil of lavender or sprinkle a few drops on your pillowcase, that will help too. Two teas that you could have 90 minutes to an hour before bedtime, but not right before bedtime because you want your kidneys to rest during sleep would be, and I bet you know one of them, chamomile, <laughs> really good to relax you. And also um, lemon balm is another great tea. Now I'm going to give you a little, a little, uh, and again, these are all in the books, but I'll give you a little exercise to do in bed. If you, Let's say you're lying in bed and you, you're, you're counting sheep and you're just not going to sleep. Um, for, talk to Jesus, first of all. Secondly, take your right thumb, and I'm doing it right now, you can't see me, and close off your right nostril and breathe for three to five minutes through your left nostril. Hopefully you don't have an allergy or a cold. So right thumb, close off right nostril like I'm doing now, and breathe slowly and deeply three to five minutes through your left nostril. That helps to change the brainwave activity from beta, which is, this is cycles per minute, uh, that's waking consciousness, and it changes it more to alpha, then theta, and then deltas when you go to sleep. That will really help you sleep. Uh, and then I'll say one more thing. Do not use a cell phone within an hour before bedtime because studies from Switzerland show that it really interferes with your brain activity, makes it difficult to sleep. And, of course, let's say you have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Um, don't ever turn the light completely on. Why? Because it shuts down one of the hormones that helps you sleep called melatonin shuts it off so you have the bright light in the bathroom, you go back to the bedroom, and you wonder why you can't go back to sleep. Have a faint little night light if you need something. And having the light of the TV on in the bedroom to help you sleep, that's not great either. Wow. Really, I really I good tips. more tips, but you can get them in the book. Oh, my gosh, that was so good. Now, we've got about three or five minutes, okay. let's say five minutes, I'd like to talk about oral health. I know this is a kind of a weird subject, but I love brushing my teeth. I'm an overbrusher. Okay. I, uh, for some reason, I love the way it feels. I love clean teeth. Tell me about oral health and how that helps your body to stay well. Yes, oral, oral care. So I want everyone to know, if you go to SusanSmithJones.com, over on the right, there's a sidebar, and I've got three webinars, and one of them, one's on exercise to stay motivated and how it makes you more money when, you, when you're fit, one's on detox and rejuvenation, and my favorite one is on oral care. So you can learn all about these, these great details. Um, first of all, your mouth is a window to the health of your body. And if your mouth is not healthy, Rhody, your body can't be healthy. And so it's important to not only take care of your teeth and your gums, but also your tongue. Every morning I have a tongue cleaner, and I make sure I clean off my tongue. Um, I, I found out about a year ago, not that anyone cares about this, but I, I found out that I've been grinding my teeth at night. I didn't know it. So I have a little night guard that I wear on the bottom so I don't wear down my teeth. 
but you have to brush properly. That means little circles on the upper part that I, I show you in, in the webinar, and you pull down. If you go back and forth, back and forth on your teeth with a hard bristled brush, you're going to wear off the enamel, and you can never rebuild the enamel. Um, so, the, And I have a whole chapter in Wired for High Level Wellness on something called oil pooling. That's not a new type of business in Texas. Um, it's by <laughs> taking like a spoonful of coconut oil for 10 minutes in the morning before you eat anything and you swish it through your teeth. You keep it in your mouth. You swish, you go in your mouth, and then after 10 to 15 minutes, you spit it out. You do not swallow it because it helps to collect. It's like a magnet for all the germs and bacteria and calculus and plaque. I probably should have been a dentist. And then you spit it out in the trash can. And uh, so it's really important to take care of your teeth. I brush three times a day. I floss every night. I oil irrigate every night, and I scrape my tongue because a lot of bacteria, especially that causes bad breath, a lot of people found out they had bad breath when they were wearing all those face masks. But you've got to scrape your tongue. You've got to get all those fuzz, fuzzy things off, and you've got to get a good scraper. But go to my website, and you, you can see the whole faith-based. I've got three faith-based um, free webinars on different topics you will love. Wow. Thank you so much for all that information. I used to tell my kids to brush at night so they could get all the sugar bugs off their teeth. But um, uh, yes, I, I see you call right, them though. the fuzzy things. But anyhow, that is so good. I, I like to even brush my teeth with um, with coconut oil, and I get the um, I get the organic, unrefined um, oil, and um, I don't know. It it seems to work for me. I don't I don't. After I brush my teeth, I don't um, spit it down the drain. I spit it in the trash can mm-hmm. that's lined, and I do that because that coconut oil I learned from before can clog up the drain. That's right. Absolutely. So um, I can't spit in there. Thank you so much for all that wonderful information, and of course, sharing your faith of how you came to know Jesus as your Savior. Um, I am going to talk to the listeners out there that have never accepted Jesus as their Savior. And possibly Susan's testimony of her health being poor and her grandmother taking care of her and her reading the Bible. Um, maybe, you know, her, her, her Bible reading was appeared regimented at the beginning, but... It soon, it soon came to something that she enjoyed doing. And, and following that, she came to know Christ and gave her heart to the Lord when she was about 17, I think she said. But, but walking, you know, getting closer and closer until she finally made that commitment. That was a wonderful story, Susan. But maybe that's you today. You've heard her story. You've heard mine from before. And you're saying to yourself, today is the day I'd like to give it all up for Jesus. I'm going to be all in 100%. Well, follow me in this very simple prayer. Mean it with your entire heart, and God will hear that prayer. He says in the Word, in the Bible, if you seek me, you will find me. So he's looking for people that are seeking him. If you seek me, you will find me. 
So in this prayer, you're going to say something like this. You don't have to say it exactly like this. You can say it in your own words. The only requirement is you need to mean it with your heart. When you say it, you've got to mean it. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Today, I want to give myself 100% to you. Forgive me of my sins, of the past, present, and future. Help me to walk this journey with you. Show me what I need to do every day. Help me to read the word and give me understanding of your word. Help me to find a church that I can go to to meet others that know you. Help me to grow in you. I ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have said that and meant it with your heart, call us here at KPRC. Or at the end of the program, you'll hear my call numbers and you can call me. Uh, The number that's left there is a leave a message only number, but I will get back to you. I want to thank Susan again. And I thank you so much. And and please check out at susansmithjones.com my books Uplifted and Wired for High Level Wellness. And my my free monthly newsletters. They're great. You get it once a month. Wow. I was just going to ask you to do that, but thanks for jumping in. You've had a lot of practice on the radio, I can see. But thank you so much, Susan, for all that good information and how to get your books and get on your your newsletter um, and, and, and ordering those books. And thank you for joining us here on The Road with Jesus. Thank you for being here today for On the Road with Jesus with your host, Rhody Fisher. Every week, you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with Jesus. You'll see that you're not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. If you have a question about today's show, email Rhody Fisher at rawfisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com, spelled R-A-H-F-I-S-H-E-R at ontheroadwithjesus.com, or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094. That's 951-817-0094. On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project. Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rhody Fisher. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.